Buzz, good morning. I'm not sure if you heard us earlier, but but the hip drop controversy, it's got Dino baffled. It's got a lot of our yeah. listeners baffled. Buzz, can you make out what is going on here? Look, Ray and Dog, good morning. Um, I've listened to Michael Ennis, Cooper Cronk, Matt Johns, the commentary team at Channel 9, try to explain to us what it's all about, and I'm more confused than I've ever been. <laughs> but the facade is, what, what did you think of the... I, I thought Payne Haas, uh, we go to consistency mm. here, I thought he should have gone the other night. Do you, Dog? For oh, consistency purposes? For consistency, yes. Was it a hip drop? Yeah. It's debatable. But what I'm saying is, and this is what's making me angry, because I'm support. I've been supporting it all along because the ratings are good, fans are loving it, sell out crowds. But it's when something happens, like the Payne Haas one, which was almost identical to a lot of others this year, a bit different, and he doesn't go. But then the next day, the match review mm. committee grab him. So they should have been reduced to eleven men. The match review committee are saying that. And if they'd been reduced to 11 men, Parramatta could have come home over the top and won that game. So we've got a number of issues here that are boiling over from this crackdown. Mm. I just and it's concern... not just... Sorry? Sorry, Buzz. I'm just concerned, though, that, as I said to Ray earlier, gravity takes people to the ground. doesn't always mean that... I mean, if they're going to pin people for the hip drops that we saw in Darwin, there could be four or five hip drops every round. We'll have no players left. The thing I'm struggling to cope with, guys, is that I haven't seen one that's deliberate. Have you? Have you seen a deliberate attempt to, uh, uh, you know, the last this season? Well, I would certainly to, hope not, Buzz. No one goes out there to deliberately no, well, injure well, well, So, so, yeah, so you're what right. I'm saying is rugby league defence, it's such a game of desperation. And you know what? If a player you know, sells a dummy or and goes through, you You, you know, you, you're going to risk giving up tries if you don't take every action possible to bring a player down. Mm. Sadly, though, there have been a number of players seriously injured this year from the tackle. But the NRL have got themselves in a position where I think they've gone over the top to get it out of the game. And the NRL has a really, really long history, and we saw it in Magic Round a couple of years ago, starting a crackdown, calling it off and giving it up, and we go back to the way we were. This time they're showing more and more resilience, and they don't want to back off. But I agree with you, Pup. It's, it's, it's driving me mad. <laughs> I, I, I love the game this year, but I could do without, you know... 12-man sides, reduce the sim bin to five minutes maybe, keep them on the field and allow, like we used to, and, and allow at the end of the weekend the match review committee to go through the videos and determine if they'd seen any and then issue a note, issue a, what we used to call a sighting. Is that a better way? And just Absolutely. That, Absolutely, Buzz. Let the match review committee do their job. Unless it's a blatant act of thuggery, then leave them on the field, for goodness sake. Yeah. You know what, Buzz? I said to Ray before, I said, I think they're, to the credit, the NRL is trying to eradicate injuries, but you can't eradicate every possibility of an injury 
during a football Not game. This game. It's too no, hard. It's too fast. It's too physical. So trying to get rid of all the injuries, it's it's mm. not logistically or feasibly possible. Yeah, yeah. No, I, look, I, I know what you're saying. And look, I thought there was a bit over the top up there in Darwin and it was all inconsistent too. Because look, this Campbell Graham, how long is he out for? Uh, not Campbell Graham, Regan Campbell. Get Eight out. to how 12 weeks. There goes Origin. Yeah, I, Shocking for para. Did, did that tackle cause it? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. But was it an accident? More than likely. But was it careless? Was it reckless? You know, there's so much to. I, I don't, I don't envy the the people in the bunker who are making. Look, the referee. It's too hard for them to pick it up on the spot. But then you got the people in the bunker making really, really critical decisions. Yeah, but they don't have a lot of time either to wait up, do they? We all no. blow up when they take too long. Yeah, no, it's it's such a vexed issue, though, isn't it, Buzz? Well, just on that game, then the Broncos, their first half. I know they got the bounce of the ball, rubber the green, but. I think I was texting you and Dino. Too big, too fast, too strong for the Eels. They looked the real deal, the Broncos. What, what, what is, what's your take on them, Buzz? Yeah, I reckon they're good enough to play in the grand final this year. Wow. That's what I think of them, and particularly with Payne Haas and Carrigan holding that forward pack together. Are they just about the two number one middle forwards in rugby league at the moment? And they're laying the platform, and uh, that, that's a sense. And Adam Reynolds is going sensational, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Reese Walsh, Staggs, Farmworth, Cobbo, Ezra Mann, you, you just go through that. They're, they're an outstanding rugby league side. Incredible story that Kerry Walters, who I had under pressure with a few other coaches at the beginning of the year, is just doing a terrific job, isn't he? And look, I've got no doubt. You look at the most... They're leading the competition table for a reason. And I think they learnt last year that um, they've got to play for, what is it, 24, 25, 26 rounds, you know? And uh, I think South, Penrith and the Broncos are are probably the the biggest dangers at this stage. Buzz, in your What's the Buzz column in today's Sunday Telegraph, you had an interesting story about Bozo's son, Mm. Brett, being assaulted at a game. Can you run us through that story, please? Yeah, that's that's a really unsavoury story, Bulldog. Um, Brett Fulton is coach of Manly's SG Ball side, and they took him up to Newcastle to play the Knights. I think SG Ball's what it's under 19s now. And um, look, being a Fulton, I, I think um, I think Brett was a bit loud on the sideline, but an opposing father from uh, one of the Knights players came across and whacked him in the head. Totally, totally unacceptable. Jeez. They tell me Brett Fulton had to show enormous restraint not to turn it into an incident that could have got totally out of hand. Credit to Dave Trodden and his staff at the New South Wales Rugby League. They've quickly investigated. They've identified the person. They've kicked him out of any form of rugby league for 12 months. He was charged uh, with a, with, a, with assault. Um, he behaved, according to the charge sheet, in a way contrary to the conduct and spirit of the game. And uh, rugby league will not miss people like him who um, who behave like that on the sideline. Mm. Uh, hey, Buzz, I'm glad you put this in your column today because um, we're quick to criticise the Eels players for not um, getting involved with their fans and signing autographs, etc. Post game, they did so at, at the Bulldogs game recently. I think I, I rang you after the game and said, "Look, yep. they're totally different. Um, they're out." on the field for the best part of half an hour, even longer. Um, and seeing more and more clubs doing this now, and it's great because 
you see the look on children's eyes when their heroes come across and get a selfie, sign yeah. their jump or whatever. It is just great interaction with the fans. Yeah. Guys, my thought to this, Fox Sports cover eight games a weekend and they do a sensational job and everyone's got the great TV now, the flat screen from Harvey Norman. And it's so tempting to stay at home to watch your consume your rugby league every weekend. One of the the reason you go to the football is to support mm. your team, to enjoy the atmosphere, to have a pie and a beer. But at the end of the game, to have that opportunity to get up close and personal with your heroes, mm. the fans just love it. So it's nearly their favourite part of going to the game, just yeah. to touch them or do a selfie or get an autograph or whatever. And Para haven't been very good at this, uh, but they were great the other night, and I really appreciate your call. You know, they've made a big effort to do things better for the rest of the year. They were great up in the Northern Territory this yep. year, spreading the rugby league message. All week there. Yeah, <clears throat> Another really good story, mate. And look, Canterbury uh, winger, Josh Adokar, great character. As you know, he's in a moon boot mm. and um, he's, you know, and he's struggling to, you know, in headspace. It's a really unfortunate long-term injury, but he was in the car park at yep. Combank Stadium for 20 minutes with his knee and his ankle in the boot um, signing autographs. I can vouch for that because we saw him. We were stuck, <laughs> stuck in the car park buzz and I think the one reason why I rang you and he was walking or trying to walk across, to, <clears throat> hobbling across to his car and he got absolutely mobbed and he stayed there and took every photograph signed, every um, autograph he wanted to, every selfie. It, it was just great stuff <clears throat> and people getting out of their cars to go and meet him and introduce themselves and it was tremendous, but I thought, well, good on him. You know, uh, yeah. you okay, Buzz? Day, I saw him down at the Cronulla Mall, mm-hmm. and um, he, he liked to hang around down here a bit. And um, what was he doing in the mall? Signing autographs, doing selfies. There you go. Great ambassador for rugby league. Yep. Buzz, another item in your well-read column, the BSB, the very studio we're sitting right yeah. now, plus the BSB weekend. Ray, I and the entire team, all of us, we're going national. Oh, we've been unleashed, have we? How good is that, guys? It is cool. So they can hear our dulcet tones in Adelaide and Hobart soon. Yeah, I think it's a really great thing for the show, isn't it? And it's a reward for all the people who've worked really hard. And, um, you know, it, it's rating well. It's it's clearly beating its opposition at SEN and um, in the latest survey as well. And you know, I think um, people in those states are, are really going to enjoy it. And, and it's a good thing for rugby league too because it's a much, a very much a rugby league and racing show. But in those other states, it's just spreading the word of our game in AFL states. And anything publicity like that or j- just hearing gibberish talk about it like we are, <laughs> that's what I regard as ourselves as, just having a bit of fun and talking footy. Uh, it's going to be great. Phil, yeah. you're a national talent. You shouldn't be pigeonholed just to the East Coast. <laughs> you reckon I am, Doc? Yes. I think Doc, you're an international I talent. I, could, I reckon I could safely walk down the street of Melbourne, Perth, Adelaide, Burnie, Perth, Hobart, Port Hedland, Darwin, <laughs> and no one would care. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. Right, you're a national talent. No. You're, you're... Didn't the didn't the guy from St Helens say that he watches you in England, Buzz? <laughs> yeah, he, he loves does, you, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. He and look, um, take the you. cheeks national. I say, <laughs> take those red oh, cheeks yeah. national. 
Well, they're I, not red on television, you goose, because they pass the makeup all over. So exactly. I look reasonably normal, or as normal as I can be on TV. Well, one thing we do do on this show, Buzz, we try and help people back a winner, and and you're usually pretty close to the money with your your tips. So we've got four games to complete the Anzac Day round. It's been a great round of footy so far. Dolphins Gold Coast this afternoon is the two p.m. game. Four o five p.m. West Tigers versus Manny, and then on Tuesday these two huge clashes. Buzz Roosters versus Dragons at 4:05 p.m. The 7 p.m. game is the Storm versus Warriors on Tuesday. Who's your tips in each of these four games, Buzz? Well, I'm tipping the Titans today. I've been reasonably impressed with them. Uh, the Dolphins have been playing strong too. I just think the Titans can get them, and okay. um, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm quite confident there. Look, probably a slight danger game for Manly, but if they play anywhere like they did against Melbourne Storm last start. They will blow the West Tigers off the park. But they do have to turn up. We saw what happened when they were below their best against Newcastle. Um, where was that? In uh, Mudgee a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Yeah, 32 all now, goal. you are going to think I have gone totally cuckoo, but I am tipping the St. George Illawarra Dragons wow. to knock off the Roosters wow. at Arlian Stadium. Jeez. I don't think their form is as bad as it looks on the scoreboard. That Canberra side they played last week was coming off the back of a magnificent win over the Broncos. And if the Dragons players can get some of those dumb, dumb mistakes out of their game, they're a slight hope. They're a good hope. Mm. The Roosters have been horribly disappointing in recent weeks. I'm not a fan of dropping Sam Walker. It's nice to get Manu with more hand, more time with the football, but I'm not a fan. I think the Dragons can upset them. Melbourne Storm Warriors, great game to wrap up the round. Great occasion in Melbourne. I think the Storm will win. Terrific. Hey, Buzz, appreciate it as always. Thanks for your contributions on our Sunday show, and we'll do it again next Sunday, mate. Good on you, fellas.